Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Black Hawks Live. Whether you're the casual hockey observer or the epitome of a rabid Hawks fan, Black Hawks Live answers all your questions. It's just been a good sign this year that they all seem to be having fun getting along and working hard. I love those three things together. Joe Brand delivers the news, notes, and everyday gossip from the Madhouse on Madison. Here's Joe Brand. We keep playing tricks on you. Typically, we're Monday nights here on WGN Radio. But today is Wednesday. Next week will be on a Tuesday. Mark your calendars now. More importantly, we're bringing you Blackhawks Live here on 720 WGN. I'm Joe Brand. Thanks for tuning in. We're taking you up to 8 o'clock tonight as the Hawks are technically still on their road trip. They've been back home for the past few days after a 4 nothing loss to the Winnipeg Jets on Saturday. But now the fun begins. Well, fun for the Blackhawks. They get to go out to L.A. with their dads. Play the L.A. Kings tomorrow night. It's going to be a late puck drop, 9.30. It'll be here on 720 WGN. And then on Saturday, the Blackhawks conclude their road trip against the Anaheim Ducks. That also a later puck drop, that one at 9 o'clock. But we've got plenty to get to today. We did talk to a few of the Blackhawks about their dad's trip, their upcoming dad's trip, and how just jacked up these dads are to get to go on the plane travel, go and stay in the NHL hotel, go to a couple of games, and just live that NHL lifestyle for a few days. And in some case, some cases, there's former NHL players that are on those planes because, you know, they have kids, and those kids are also very talented athletically and able to make it to the NHL. Kind of like Max Domi and Ty Domi. Obviously, you probably know of Ty Domi's enforcer play back when he was skating, and uh, we talked to Max Domi a little bit. We talked to Reese Johnson, Jack Johnson, and Patrick Kane, too. Pat Kane, Patrick's dad, is always roaming around the United Center Fifth Third Arena, and he's always he's always good for a nice conversation. He, he does like to have a friendly chat here and there, and uh, actually got to talk to him a little bit today and was chatting about the dad's trip and some of the things he really likes about it and I shared a couple of stories that are arable, so I'll get to those later on. But uh, we also have a poll out there on Twitter just for the sake of Dad's Weekend. In honor of the Blackhawks' upcoming Dad's Trip, whose dad would you most like to sit and watch a Hawks game with? So we gave you the options of sitting and watching a game with Patrick Kane's dad, Pat, Max Domi's dad, Ty, the Joneses' dad, Seth and Caleb's dad, Popeye, who's a former NBA player, and then, of course, you know Kaylee Chelios' dad, Chris Chelios. So go ahead. Go on the WGN Radio Sports Twitter account. Go ahead and give that a vote. Yes, we do know how to spell Chelios. It's just a little typo there. Uh, but uh, we'll give the results later on at that. If you do have any other thoughts or uh, would like to chime in, text, call 312-981-7200. Let's quickly recap the past couple of games for the Hawks. It was an overtime winner against the L.A. Kings. On Saturday, they were shut out by the Winnipeg Jets, and it was a unique circumstance against the Winnipeg Jets. Let's always keep in mind the Blackhawks are still without Seth Jones, they're still without Tyler Johnson, and the goalie department's a little bit depleted. It has been cleaned up since Saturday. Unfortunately, 
We get to see the 24-year-old Dylan Wells head back down to Rockford after making his NHL debut, but we all pretty much understood that that was going to be the case. Uh, He did come into that game a little bit surprisingly because Arvid Soderblom left after two periods, but it was still cool to see him get that opportunity and do a pretty good job. 12 saves out of 13 shots faced. The only goal he allowed was a power play goal. But uh, that game against Winnipeg is definitely one that the Hawks would like to move past on. And I really liked something that Luke Richardson had to say this week during practice, just basically not dwelling on the loss. He understands there's the problems, there's the mistakes that they they made, and a few of them have carried over from their previous losses. But he's not going to dwell on that. If it becomes a repetitive thing, he will. But he still thinks it's more important to pull out the positives from that game, like the Blackhawks' good start and good start to the second period. It was a shorthanded goal that really turned the tide of that game. But everything else that worked well for the Hawks, he thinks it's more important to expose that rather than what went wrong. Again, this is year one of a rebuild. Again, the Blackhawks are going to be matched up against some very tough talent. So I think that's a very cautious, stable, and even keel way to approach it if you're Luke Richardson. But two games ago, it was a lot of fun at the United Center. And let's hear how that game capped off. Now it's taken away by McCabe. Here's McCabe and Franklin Tanzis and he scores! Hawks win in overtime! The captain on the doorstep, Jonathan Taves! Takes a goal mouth feed from McCabe that originated from the bottom of the right wing circle. And he buries it past quick. And the Blackhawks are back in the win column. Our own John Weideman with the call. That's Jonathan Taves' seventh goal of the season. It took him 11 games to get to that point. That's the quickest of his career. Can you believe that? How about last year when Jonathan Taves was talking about he still has the best hockey in, left in him moving forward? He might be doing that right now, but apparently if you ask him, and Jack, I'm going to do some live producing, can we skip to uh, clip number three? Because if you ask Jonathan Taves if he's playing his best hockey right now, here's what he had to say. No. <laughs> not even, no, I would say I feel like in my best moments, there's not a lot that I feel like I can't do on the ice, whether it's you know taking D zone draws and big moments, protecting a lead or a penalty kill, or finding a way to help score a goal, whether it's myself or someone else in the power play, or six on five or down, whatever it is, the situation. I think it feels good when I'm out there and playing big minutes and making things happen in every situation. And I know I can get back to doing that, and obviously conditioning and strength and keeping up with the speed of the game is a whole other thing. So just working towards uh, making. A little bit easier. That's the captain for you. Never satisfied, even off to this fantastic start, along with him and his team, just still wants to do more. We've still got a lot to do. We've still got more to do, too. Uh, we're going to hear from some of the Blackhawks players, what they're excited about for the dad's trip, and hit a couple other things as well. By the way, Blackhawks Live is sponsored by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get. We'll hear from Reese Johnson and Jack Johnson. When we come back, you're listening to Blackhawks Live here on 720. WGN. You might be surprised uh, if you were looking at this team before training camp even with where the expectations were at but with the group that we have and the, the commitment the guys have made to, to each other and to being part of this team and, and building that chemistry, it's, it doesn't feel surprising at all. That's Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taves. That was after the overtime winner against the LA Kings in which he scored. That put the Hawks above 500, but then 
After a 4-0 loss to Winnipeg, they're back at a 5-5-2 record as their next game again will be tomorrow night in L.A. taking on the Kings. I'm Joe Brand. You're listening to Blackhawks Live here on 720 WGN. A quick reminder that every Blackhawks broadcast, if you follow me on Twitter at Joe underscore Brand 1, because it is the FanDuel Sportsbook pregame show, we throw out some bets for you. We've been pretty good so far this year. It's not always just what I'm thinking. Um, I wouldn't do that to you. We actually have uh, one of our producers, Jimmy Nash, who is all over the bets and uh, often pretty spot on. He helped us out on Saturday's game. We went two for three. We hit the under of six goals for a payout of minus 104. Josh Morrissey scored a point for a payout of minus 124. The one we were missing out on, though, was Andreas Athanasiu scoring a goal. We've actually pegged him the past couple of games, and he hasn't come through for us just yet, but... He did score against his former team, the Detroit Red Wings, earlier this year. The L.A. Kings, he did just play for the past couple of years. Now, he didn't score in the L.A. game on Thursday at the United Center, which were was our initial thought, but uh, maybe we'll we'll try to uh, throw it in the Andreas Athanasiu bucket one more time. Uh, as we mentioned before, it's the Dad's Trip this weekend. It's a very cool event that the Blackhawks do. They've been doing it for a handful of years now. Other teams do it too, but not every team. So uh, for a lot of people, this is their first experience getting to do the Dad's Trip. And also just because you know COVID has been going on, so they weren't able to do it the past couple of years. But Reese Johnson is getting his first Dad's Trip in with the Blackhawks this season, and he's pretty pumped about it. Very fortunate to have my uh, dad come on the trip. He got in yesterday afternoon, so uh, I think he's excited and, yeah, definitely excited for him. Yeah, I was going to say, how excited is he? Yeah, yeah, he's he's pumped for sure. He's uh, been to Chicago a couple times before, but I think it's it was driving to the rink this morning with him was pretty cool just to uh, bring him here and then just to obviously watch the practice and come on the road to California. It's pretty special. Well, the cool thing is I think the Hawks do this as like a thank you to all the dads for driving everyone out to the rink, so it's pretty cool how full circle that comes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they yeah, both my parents, but uh, you know, my dad, especially growing up, always doing the backyard rink for us in minus 30, 40 degree weather back home in Saskatchewan. It's, I mean, he did so much for my brother and I uh, for the game of hockey, so it's definitely nice to be able to let, bring him on the trip and let him enjoy some time. Any other significant memories about your dad in hockey? Yeah, I mean, it was always fun. He, I, he played hockey growing up when my brother and I were growing up, so we we'd go to the rink with him and be able to go on the ice early and after after his games and just kind of be around the rinks it was always fun playing around there and then uh, biggest one just the backyard rinks I mean we put so many hours on the, the backyard rink in Regina so I mean he was out there uh, late nights flooding the ice so we'd have a clean sheet in the morning on the weekend so yeah it, uh, he's done a lot for sure. It was a very feel-good locker room today after practice. Everyone really excited. The dads were just hanging there in the uh, seats at Fifth Third Arena watching practice before they all went to the airport to get on the plane. That, that's another quick reminder that you know the Blackhawks practices at Fifth Third Arena. I, I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive. Every practice is just open to the public and it's free. So if you've never gone, I highly recommend it because it's just a very cool thing to do. Obviously, it's often during the work week and during work hours. But if you're one of those people, like myself, that have weird hours, that you've got some free time, you'd like to check out a Blackhawks practice, I I highly advise it. It's something cool. It's a, a new view of the game, a new view of uh, observing your favorite team. It's, it's pretty cool. But um, 
Obviously, let's face it, Some, in some cases, for some people, maybe the dad coming to the road trip is impossible um, or, or just not the decision you'd want to make. So they leave that open. Other people, uh, Some players bring other people. Uncles can come. Brothers can come. Sometimes uh, the coaching staff will bring their children or, or one child along those lines. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, talking with Patrick Kane's dad, Pat, he had mentioned that one time a player brought his priest from the New York Islanders side of things. That's where he said the priest came from. But yeah, one time there was a priest on the plane uh, on the way to the road trip. And I'm like, man, Pat, I bet you felt uh, more safe on that flight than any other one. But uh, it, it, again, it's just a cool thing that the Blackhawks do. They offer it to all their players. And again, it doesn't just go to the players, the coaching staff, some of the front office members. Uh, you follow a lot of people through the Blackhawks on Instagram. And I think some of their stories were already flooding. And I know the team president, Jamie Faulkner, was... Uh, I think that was her dad with her on the flight, so just very cool to see how involved each and every one is. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, not exclusive to just dads. Here's who Jack Johnson is bringing with. He actually lives in Denver, so I got to spend a whole whole year with him last year. Uh, it was fun uh, to share that with him. Uh, He's uh, you know, obviously really close to my wife, and I've uh, known him for a long time. How jacked is he? So He's excited. He got to come on one of these when I was in Pittsburgh. So he's, uh, It's been a while, so he's excited to do it again. That's Jack Johnson's uncle-in-law. I, I clipped it a little bit too early. But, uh, yeah, like you said, very excited coming from the Denver area. So they got to hang out with each other a lot when Jack Johnson was playing for the Colorado Avalanche and now gets to uh, reignite that here with the Chicago Blackhawks. It's going to be an interesting road trip, that'll be for sure. Uh, the LA Kings played the Blackhawks pretty tough on Thursday, another one of those games where the Hawks just did a good, a good job of weathering the storm and not allowing LA to just take the game uh, take control of the game entirely. It was a game that the Blackhawks kind of squeaked away with two points. They were able to muscle out one point, tying it late, and then winning it in overtime. But that's just kind of the game that the Blackhawks have been playing lately. It was a very good, feel-good day at the United Center on that Thursday because we had Mackenzie Antwistle as our post-game guest, and I even led with that. Saying, Mackenzie, you know, this team didn't play its best, flashiest game but you found a way to got two po- to get two points out. And more importantly, this Blackhawks team is becoming the team that Luke Richardson said he wanted it to be, and that is everyone that comes to play the Blackhawks is going to get frustrated. He said he wants teams to look on the calendar and be like, oh, we got to play the Blackhawks next. No matter where they are in the standings, no matter who is on the team, they want to play a structured, solid, aggressive style of hockey, and that's definitely happening. And after that game also, Troy Murray came down into the uh, post-game booth after he was on the TV call, and he was talking about the differences of this year's team compared to a few of the teams previously that were just so so focused on skilled players, skilled players and specific roles, and highly offensively skilled players. This year, year one of a rebuild, Kyle Davidson's first offseason as GM, he spent the offseason building a team of multi-dimensional players, of hard workers, of guys that don't have just one skill, and in a lot of cases, guys that want to prove themselves, whether it's a one-year deal, whether it's coming back from an injury, whether it's having a rough year with a different team the year before and put them all on this Blackhawks team led by Luke Richardson, and so far it's been paying off pretty well. Again, Saturday's game, not what you'd like to see against the Winnipeg Jets, but 
It's one game. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens on the rest of this road trip. We've got more to get to, more sound from the Blackhawks about the dad's trip. David Jennings has your news next. You're listening to Blackhawks Live on 720 WGN. Thank you very much, producer Jack Heinrich. Yes, I did ask for Ramblin' Man of the Allman Brothers. I thought it'd be a little bit more musical before they jumped right into the chorus, but it's all right. I'll get it better next time. <laughs> I just I saw the cursor hung on Allentown by Billy Joel, and I'm, I'm a Billy Joel fan, but you know, this is Blackhawks Live. I, I could use a little more revving our engine like Ramblin' Man. Yeah, <laughs> Allman <good> Brothers. Good call. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, uh, tune in to next week to uh, hear what we've evolved to music-wise. Uh, this is Blackhawks Live on 720 WGN. Uh, reminder that our WGN Twitter poll still up about who you would like to sit down and take in a Blackhawks game with. Who's dad? Because, again, this is the dad's road trip. Dads get to go on the plane. They get to travel with the Hawks out to L.A. and Anaheim. We gave you Patrick Kane's dad, Pat. Max Domi's dad, Ty. The Seth and Caleb Jones' father, Popeye Jones, former NBA player. And Kaylee Chelios' dad, Chris. So we'll give those results a little bit later on. Uh, the Hawks are in L.A. tomorrow night. They're in Anaheim on Saturday. So it's a, it's a fun, easy road trip for this team. Obviously, you get the sunshine of California. You get the good weather. And uh, a short commute, too, from L.A. to Anaheim. So it's almost the whole weekend for you. It is the dad's trip. Again, they get to go on the plane. They get to hang out with their sons and and do the whole NHL thing. But uh, for a guy like Ty Domi, he's lived that life. So here's what Max Domi had to say, what his dad's excited for. Oh, he's pretty pumped. I mean, he's done this a couple times now. So he's he's a grizzled veteran for Father's (laughs) Trip now. But, uh, no, he loves it. Everybody knows and loves Ty Domi, the leader in uh, NHL history for most fighting majors, a very Pat Foley number of 333 fighting majors for Ty Domi. Uh, went ahead and asked Max, you know, what, what's it like being Ty Domi's dad, or rather Ty Domi's son, having Ty Domi as your dad growing up? And he's like, I really knew nothing else. You know, how could I? I, I just knew him as dad. And I think that's pretty cool because, you know, the way Americans take in sports, it's so it's so huge, right? It's so monumous. It's sometimes, you know, we hear the stories of celebrities taking life for granted, taking family life for granted, maybe even their children, but clearly not the case with Ty Domi and Max Domi. I even heard a story recently. Uh, I know a guy like Stan Bowman's name doesn't come up a lot much these days, but obviously he's the son of Scotty Bowman. And uh, apparently when Stan was growing up, a young kid, no matter where Scotty Bowman was the night before, no matter how late he got in after a, a long game or a long commute, he was always at the breakfast table the next morning. And that's definitely something that Stan took to heart and uh, made sure he did when he uh, grew up and uh, just just took that from his father. And I thought that was pretty cool to, to hear the same kind of sentiment with uh, Ty Domi and Max Domi. We talked about it before. Patrick Kane's dad is a very social guy. He's at every practice. He's at every game. Uh, and he's always willing to just have a friendly chat. Talked to him a little bit today about going on this dad's trip. I'm like, do you just have this circled as soon as the calendar drops? And he's like, yeah, pretty much. He's always very excited for it. Sometimes he sneaks in his own dad's trips as well. I'm sure it's just a Patrick Kane's dad's trip. I think he went to uh, the Nashville game, which was Patrick's 1100th game. That was the game in which 
Uh, Kane was getting chirped at by a few fans and then later scored in that period and then went back to the fans at the glass and chirped back at them, but in good jest, and it sounds like both sides had a lot of fun with that, which actually reminded me of a play. I don't know if many people remember this, but a few years back, the Blackhawks were playing the Colorado Avalanche, and Steve Sullivan got hit in the face with a puck, and he was getting chirped at by some fans right on the glass, and then no joke, later on in the game, a puck popped off the ice, went into the stands, hit that same fan in the nose, and then he needed to be tended to by some trainers, and then Steve Sullivan goes over there and starts barking at him, so they give it back and forth, and then it even got to the point where Sullivan's leaving the ice, he's going into the locker room, and that fan started jawing even more, obviously, or uh, thankfully nothing else happened after that, but uh, pretty funny circumstance. I showed Patrick Kane, Patrick Kane's dad that clip uh, he was pretty entertained by it. And and some of the other things he was saying about dad's trips in the past. I mentioned earlier one time a player uh, didn't have a father to, to bring, so he brought his priest. And, and that was a cool twist on the whole event. Uh, apparently, they give out a three-star selection every dad's trip. So uh, whoever creates the most tomfoolery gets the number one star, and then they rank it in that order. So uh, it always sounds like a pretty fun time. And again, just a very cool thing that the Blackhawks do. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe this is the final time that Patrick Kane and Pat Kane, his dad, get to experience something like this. So that was something that was definitely talked about in the Blackhawks dressing room after practice today. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's a good time. It's fun to see, uh, you know, the fathers being so excited about uh you know, just everything that um, we go through on a trip, whether it's, um, you know, the chartered plane or staying in nice hotels or the amount of food that's uh, available to them, I'm sure they'll enjoy as well. Um, so uh, it'll be, uh, it's always a fun trip. Is it going to be nice to kind of meet different dads too? Because it's yeah. been so much turnover lately. Yeah, for sure. You know, you're always, there's always a few that stick out by the end of the trip, so... <laughs> We'll see who the characters are this trip. Speaking of which, how, how is your dad on these? Kind of? uh, he's pretty good. He doesn't like to fly, but, um, <laughs> you know, we uh, we settle him down a little bit, and he uh, he enjoys it, you know. He's kind of spoiled. He gets he gets father's trip all the time, you know. He's, he's around for all the games, but uh, he likes going on the road and seeing some different, different arenas and different buildings and... Uh, um, being able to catch uh, some games in some different places. How was it for you having on on the trip? Oh, it's great. I mean, it's uh, it's fun because I know how much he loves hockey and how much he enjoys it. So, um, you know, I think uh, I always like spending time with my dad too. I know uh, it's been like a little bit difficult the last couple of years with like some some things going on. So it's always nice to get together with them and spend some time with them, especially when it's just like you and him one on one time. So it's fun. I think that's another important aspect that Patrick Kane brings up, that it's it's not just about the dads hanging out with the team. It's the players, the coaches, the, the front office getting to spend some one-on-one time with their dads because we all know how grueling the NHL schedule can be when you work in sports. There's a lot of time that gets lost that you're not unable to be there. You're not able to be there with your family, and this kind of forces that and, and sheds it in a different light and kind of creates that opportunity, so it's pretty cool. Uh, and it was actually Patrick Kane's dad that told me the whole reason of this trip is to basically uh, provide a thank you to the parents for helping them create this life. I mean, it takes a lot to get to the NHL. You You play your entire life. You work hard your entire life. You're going to 
competitions and tournaments and in all sorts of different places and almost every weekend and it's it's very cons- time consuming and uh Patrick Kane's dad was just saying how he never saw it as a chore he he always loved just being around the rink he always and like Pat said like Patrick said uh he just always kind of soaked that up and you can see he's still doing it now uh which which made me bring up to him the the pretty cool thing that the Blackhawks did on the TV broadcast when the Hawks were in Buffalo just a couple weeks ago, obviously Patrick Kane's hometown, and his sisters went on the TV broadcast with Chris Foster, who's the TV broadcaster for the Hawks, and just got to talking about what it was like to grow up with Patrick Kane. And I said, you only get that story from the sisters. That's the only group of people you will get that story. And the story was, they remember traveling all the time for Patrick's hockey tournaments and they they'd be in hotels and they'd be away for the entire weekend and all the sisters and the mom would be swimming in the pool while Patrick was at practice or morning skate or whatever it was and then when they get done with the pool they had to be very quiet walking into the hotel room because Patrick was taking his pregame nap which is so important for each game and he still does that he still takes a nap before each game so I thought that was really cool again I I don't think you get that story from other from anyone else other than Patrick Kane's sisters and uh that got Mr. Kane to talking about uh apparently he heard that Andrew Shaw was a guy who did not take a nap before games. And he's like, so it's not like Patrick needed it. He just kind of became reliant on it. And then all of a sudden he's doing it every time, and then he, he's not the same player if he doesn't have his nap. And, of course, hockey's a perfect sport to take a nap because you got to get up and go to morning skate or go to, go to practice and burn a bunch of energy off, and then you got a lot of time before the game, and you want to make sure you're well-rested and re-energized. But apparently a guy like Andrew Shaw didn't have to take a nap. He is just built differently and just always full of energy. Uh, Patrick Kane's dad said that he thought Dave Boland was uh, his roommate. Well, no, that, that can't be, I don't think, with the, the timing of the, of the years. I could be wrong. Oh, no, Boland was on that 13 team. Never mind. And uh, anyway, Andrew Shaw and Dave Boland were teammates and roommates at the same time in the Hawks. And uh, I guess it drove Boland nuts because Boland liked to take the nap before the game. But Andrew Shaw was just always running on fumes and uh, just always energetic and never gave him an opportunity to. But all in all, very cool thing. And again, it's not just for the players. It's for the coaches, too. And unfortunately, Luke Richardson isn't able to bring his dad on this trip, but uh, he still understands the significance of this entire event. Yeah, I know it already is. Uh, it's good to meet them and a few of them so far. And uh, it's always exciting time and uh, the guys enjoy it. And uh, there's usually a few laughs. So it's inspiration to get a few wins on the trip, you know, so everybody can really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I was with the Islanders and they did it. Uh, I don't think Montreal uh, did that. And um, I think uh, uh, fortunate enough for myself, uh, my dad just passed last year, so he's unable to come this year. But uh, obviously, but uh, my best friend was a big uh, client of Molson, so he was allowed to bring a guest on the trip in Ottawa. And the NHL freaked out and thought it was like a, a perk for... Uh, to try and hide in the, you know, from the CBA because of the cap situation, and so he almost didn't go, and uh, he ended up going, and I got an, uh, a rare goal, so it was pretty exciting. And my buddy was in the beer line, so he wasn't on TV; it was just my dad, so it was fun. <laughs> Always love uh, to hear the stories of Luke Richardson. He's been around the hockey block. He's been 
uh, in the game for so long. He knows a lot of people. He's got a lot of good stories like that. And just always up front, very honest about basically everything. I think that's the the most impressive thing about Luke Richardson is when you ask him questions, he replies with very detailed responses. And uh, even when it's a, a fun, quirky story like that. Uh, we do have more to get to. We have one more segment left, but also wanted to remind you that the the pandemic, the war in Ukraine, runaway inflation, it's been a struggle this year. Everyone is trying their best to get by for our neighbors in need. These times are much more difficult, though. For thousands of families in the Chicagoland area, one unexpected expense like a car repair or medical bill can make the difference between paying the rent or putting food on the table. Now more than ever, the Salvation Army is needed to ensure everyone has a hot meal, a warm bed, and gifts under the tree. Won't you please join WGN Radio and the Salvation Army to help your neighbors have a happy holiday? Your donation will provide gifts for children who would otherwise go without feed hungry families, and provide shelter for someone living on the street. Join us to provide hope for someone who is struggling. Your support this year is more important than ever. Go to the John Williams Kettle at WGNRadio.com and make a difference today. And I will say I've been involved with a couple of those the past couple of years. John does a fantastic job. The event is just so heartwarming. That is the perfect day to just leave your radio on, listen to John's show, and just hear all the positivity of the holiday season. I definitely circle my calendar when I know that day is coming up, and I highly recommend it because it is some of the best darn radio you have ever heard. Uh, Hopefully, so will this next segment. We're going to conclude Blackhawks Live on 720 WGN next. Now you're getting the hang of it. They were playing this song on Thursday night at the United Center after Jonathan Taves named the number one star. Scoring the game-winning goal in overtime. I actually don't know if that was the case, but they do play that song for him when uh, they introduce him out there for the three-star selection. I'm Joe Brand. We're concluding Blackhawks Live here on 720 WGN. Again, the next broadcast tomorrow night. It's a late one, so uh, we uh, encourage anyone with insomnia or who's just a night owl to tune in to the Blackhawks versus the L.A. Kings game. I do know that Troy Murray will be back on that broadcast with John Weideman. Uh, obviously, Kaylee Chelios doing a fantastic job uh, pitching in her and Troy, the two rotating casts with uh, John, but uh, it's a nationally televised game on Thursday, so that's why we'll be getting Troy back on the radio side. Real quick, I want to remind you that Blackhawks Live is sponsored by the Comment Energy Efficiency Program, uh, which we bring you the business of hockey in this segment. And Keep an eye out for Marion Hosa's book by Scott Powers and Marion Hosa. I've uh, read a couple of chapters so far. It's very entertaining, very informative, and man, you just get an even greater appreciation for Marion Hosa, uh, even just three chapters in. I'm right at the point where he finishes his year with the Red Wings, so I wanted to make sure I could fully dive into the Blackhawks saga of the Marion Hosa uh, entire life. So I um, wanted to make sure I, again, would be able to put my full attention to get to that chapter. Our producer is Jack Heinrich, and he said he's got a couple of thoughts, a couple of questions about the Dads weekend that's now. Well, no you, were, you were talking about the the three stars with Jonathan Taves. They have three stars for the Dads. They do. For uh, whoever had the best performance, whoever... What, uh, what does that mean, the best performance? I mean, listen, I, <laughs> I I don't think this is publicized or anything. I think they just do it for good fun, whoever... Uh, 
I don't know, had the most antics, who was the the biggest, the best character. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't it, know what goes into the judging. I, that was just the first thing my mind went to is just everything that they could do. It just sounds like a guy's weekend. It, it does. Well, <laughs> and, and that's also more that Patrick Kane's dad was saying. He's like, you know, they started with just the dad's trip. Yeah. And then the moms got jealous. <laughs> so then they had to make a mom's trip. And they did. They had a dad's trip and a mom's trip, and then the wives and girlfriends were getting a little jealous. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we got to do this. And the Hawks were like, yeah, this is getting a little too, yeah, too no, crazy. Everybody's getting a trip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, they were thinking about just, just doing it one and alternating from dads and moms each year. But uh, the mom's record was better than the dad's Ooh, record. Yeah. And I said, I'm like, well, yeah, because these guys can't just go play and, and give their worst effort when their moms are right there exactly. watching. They know, exactly. They know they're going to get a talking to after the game. Yeah, I mean... It just sounds fun. I mean, it's good vibes for the Hawks. I mean, they finally get some time off, too, for between these games, and now uh, the dads are coming, so hopefully they can keep it. Building good performances, getting a little healthier at the goaltending, which should help because they've been running through them this year with the injuries. I'll tell you what, it's a cool over a month now for this team. With the start they've gotten off right. to, you know, they were they were playing almost every other day for two weeks. No, more than every other day for two weeks. That just ended on Saturday. Now they get a little breather. They get to go out to California. They get to be with their families. Everyone's having a good time. You, you're you in the locker room. You said that Tyler Johnson's saying how much more fun they're having this year. Yeah, and you can always hear every, after every win when they give away that belt to the player. You can hear when they give it away. You can hear it through the door when we're standing out there. So. I'm, I'm glad the Blackhawks air that they they put yeah. it on instagram and on social media i'm glad they do that because that's a great sneak peek into the locker room that normally people wouldn't get right and uh it just gets to show it it, it gets to show fans their personalities a little bit more yeah you get to know the player the person more which i think they're doing a pretty good job of so far this season especially with the access being back in the locker room they're able to show more of that it's huge it's, i mean can you understand the difference now yes. the significance of you know just sitting in a room waiting for a player to walk in and then yeah. you going to the player yeah i mean you got the communications people got to bring them out to the place last year and then they had to sit in front of everybody but when you actually go in the locker room like you said I think last week they just took their gear off. They're just winding down from the game, and there's a couple of their teammates in there too, and they're talking to them as well. So you see a lot more of the personality. It's a lot better, and you get a lot more insight. Definitely, and we'll have more insight for you tomorrow night. Blackhawks are in L.A. to take on the Kings. Puck drop at 9.30. We'll start the coverage at 9. That's been Blackhawks Live. Big thanks to Jack Heinrich. I'm Joe Brand.